0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Way Niagara podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Berta, along with Chris Doglish and Steve Lamar. I have just been really enjoying this, sitting across the table with you guys and just having open and real conversations, just sharing our hearts, discussing things that are interesting and and uplifting, and so this has just been a really good time and I hope that as you listen to this conversation that you are feeling blessed and engaged by it. And so why don't we get started with what's on your mind, Steve?
1: Okay, so I'm spending a lot of time in my personal life, I'd say working on prayer. Prayer is something very personal sometimes, and I really feel that's when I connect best with God. Uh, for some people that's worship, for some people that's study, me it's prayer, and I like to just get away from things, especially sit by the river that I live nearby and just absorb God's beauty while I pray. So my question is, what do you guys do for your prayer life that feels best, like when you most connect with God?
2: I connect with God when I'm busy. Hmm. Like, if I'm busy with my hands, my... Thoughts are on him. I come up with my best sermons when I'm driving the lawn tractor, Mm -hmm. pushing the snowblower, or doing something to that degree, or even the shower.
0: Yeah. A lot of great stuff comes in the shower. Yeah,
2: it's true. It's true. And I find anytime I can give my undivided attention, here's what's crazy. And some of you might be like, what? God wakes me up to spend time with him. Usually there's something really big about to happen when he does that. A big change or a big uh, stretch or test of faith maybe or test of obedience. And I always come away from it feeling like I could take on the world. It's happened since we planted way. Never before that. Wow. So to invite you into that kind of intimate personal moment for me, it's strange. And the weird thing is like, that's not something you can share or include others in. Like, that's just a me and God thing. If you get what I'm saying. Like, Absolutely. It's not a corporate or community thing. That's a straight up, this is my, this is the way I do this.
0: And for me, it's either, usually either driving or walking. Mm-hmm. We're one of those one of those two, and there's usually music involved mm-hmm. um, kind of helps me think and focus a certain way. But oftentimes there's like a thought that just comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some kind of revelation or like some kind of and it's not always big, but it's something. And it's like, okay, God, well, what are you doing with that? Or lately, you know, there is a lot of desperation, just in, and I shared a couple episodes ago, just about some challenging, you know, health issues. There were moments where I'm like, I'm laying in bed, just desperate, like, God, please, yeah, allow me to sleep more than an hour. Incredible. And, Nothing brings you closer to God than when you when you really really feel desperate. And to be honest, this is a challenging one for me because prayer is also what I get paid to do. Yeah. <laughs> so for those that don't know me, I work um, at Crossroads as a part of the prayer line, and part of it is me answering the phone and talking to people about the things that are on their heart and the things that they need help bringing. To God. And so yeah. sometimes, after I've talked to dozens of people, my first instinct isn't to pray myself. That's right. And so like even taking some time off work during my health challenge, I felt like I had more time to pray, which is kind of, <laughs> yeah, iron- yeah. Kind of ironic, <laughs> yeah. given the fact that that's kind of the task that, that I get to be a part of. Yeah. But I also think that our prayers are a full prayer life includes every range of mm-hmm. emotions and experience. Like you think it's about, you true. think about, um, David and the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of, where are you? Oh, good. There you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. that is yeah. super powerful. It's true. Yeah. And so I would just encourage you, yeah. bring your desires to God. Bring the longings of your heart to God. Bring your celebrations to God. Because sometimes we only turn to God when we're in desperate situations. Well, it's also a rich experience to bring your praise, but also bring your questions. Yep. The one thing I'll say, though, is that when you bring your questions, what I've I've done this way too many times is I bring a question and I just move on. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna bring a question to God, listen. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. Wait for an answer. Could you imagine, like, if I was talking to Chris and I just said, "Hey, Chris, how was your day?" and then I just kept on talking? I can imagine that. Yeah. Then, <laughs> oh, <God>. sorry <laughs> But then they're with. <laughs> so uh, you see, this is real and raw. Yeah. Unedited. Then I'm not giving you the opportunity to actually answer the question. So okay. I would just encourage you, if you're asking God a question, take a moment. And listen for the answer. Come on, yeah. And sometimes that takes time to grow and to
1: develop in that. Yeah. 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 So the one thing I really want to point out to everyone listening, and even the three of us, I'm sure it has occurred, we pray and connect to God so differently. Yep. And that probably means the same thing for you. What works for us may not work for you. This is about a personal prayer life personal relationship
2: mm-hmm. and I will say like God's heard me swear more times than anyone else on this earth <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's okay yeah because yep. I I often I often tell people God is not afraid of your critiques yeah God is not afraid of your concerns mm-hmm. and it's kind of ironic that I ended up in this area of occupation because I never felt particularly strong in prayer Hmm. and then god decides to throw me into it and do it like constantly yeah and he's like i want you to learn prayer Mm.
1: Mm.
0: and here's a way to do it and it has just been fascinating yeah because yeah you, you just learn by doing and i think that's the point yeah you learn by doing and if you don't know how to pray just start just try. And if it's three words, Lord help me. Okay. Yep. Start there. When I worked, um, I was in an abusive workplace. And sometimes my prayer on the drive to work was, God help me not to kill anyone today. <laughs> yeah. And I never did. So <laughs> we'll take yeah, there you go. prayer, prayer answer. answer. Prayer answer. Yeah. Like sometimes it can be that simple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We
1: don't have to be necessarily elaborate Mm -hmm. well I'll jump in really quick because my favorite prayer when I am struggling is super simple seriously I will just sit there and I will scream in the top of my head God help that's it Mm -hmm. God help And I can tell you stories of people, like if you want to sit down and have coffee sometime, I will break it down where I have stories of people that literally were in a scary, dangerous situation. Their prayer was Jesus. Their prayer was God. Their prayer was God, help. And amazing things happened. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take much. God knows your heart.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, ironically, it rhymes with our last episode where we talked about... You know having worship as a position, prayer is also a position, right? Mm-hmm. Where I, I find worship is something that can be interrupted, or is it, it? It's hard when it's interrupted to get back into it. You're interrupted; it pulls you out of worship. But prayer, you can be interrupted and dive right back into prayer. Yeah, because you're you're positioning yourself, posturing yourself towards you know, letting your uh feelings be heard by the creator mm-hmm. and part of that posturing if you're not good at it is listening and i think as a as a father i've learned sometimes i have to listen more than i have to bring uh any of my concerns to my kids mm-hmm. listen to why listen to them why are, why are you doing that like what well, you know listen to why listen to the why listen to listen to the and I think I think that's one of the things that God's really good at
0: is listening yeah
2: but we're not good at it no nope.
0: and, <laughs> and so kind of on a similar vein I want to ask you guys a question of how do you How do you experience God speaking to you? Because I know some people, even in the Christian world, are like, wait, God talks? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Not so much. Or, you know, they'll say, you know, well, he speaks through the Bible and that's it. I firmly believe that God actually speaks Mm -hmm. to us individually. So I just want to know, how do you guys experience
1: God speaking to you?
2: Hmm.
1: I have two ways. Um, So the first one that sticks out is through images. Uh, God will show me something. It'll be a very clear image of something. And sometimes it's almost like a moving picture, but most of the time it's stagnant. And usually I have to sit there with that image and I'm sitting there with my Bible and I'm sitting there praying. And usually it's days or weeks before I understand it. But eventually something comes through that just makes it very clear Here is what God has next. And it is a very clear image. And usually, whatever it is, I can associate directly to a Bible verse as soon as I see it. And the Bible verse explains the image very clearly. And I have people in my life, like Chris, that I trust to bring this information to and say, Hey, is this a Steve thing or is this a God thing here? Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important thing when hearing God's voice is having discernment in your life as well. Um, But the second one, I feel it's similar to your conscience. It's It's a voice, but it's not necessarily an audible voice. It's a very clear thought that you can tell is not from you, and you can tell it's not for your purpose. Those are two of the measuring sticks that I use. If it's about a Steve thing, if it's about... Hey, I want to do this in the community because I think it would be really cool. And then later I get this thought in my head of blah, blah, blah. This would go great with this. That's fantastic. But is it fulfilling God's purpose or Steve's purpose? Hmm. And then I still take that to someone I trust for discernment.
2: Mm -hmm. I think there's four kind of distinct ways that you hear from God. One is through the word through god's word two is through others where he'll he'll speak into you through others mm-hmm. uh, third is the whisper that turns into a roar which is where there's something there's a word there's a, there's a little fire and then it just starts to blaze and then you start to hear more and it becomes a vision and it becomes a It becomes a conversation, but that's hard to get to. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth is peace and unrest. Yeah. And I have that when I'm going through like, okay, God, should we do this? And if I'm not being sensitive to how I'm feeling in those moments and recognizing that I don't have peace about this. It's that lack of peace that it represents to me, God's speaking to me on this. And that's a no. And when I have peace on something, when it's just like, yep, this is it. This is the thing. I have peace. I can I can live with this. This is a good decision. This is a healthy decision. This is the right decision. I know that's, that's God speaking as well. So it's this like state of peace and a state of unrest. And it happens in my prayer life. And it happens in conversations around things. And it's funny because sometimes you have peace around things that you think should not be bringing you peace. Especially in a time of transition or God's asking you to step out and do something faithful for ministry. When you have those moments where he's calling you to do something that just seems like, why would I ever want to do this? But you have this wild peace. I think that's one of the greatest places to hear God's voice. Because God speaks through the peace. He's speaking to you through that peace. And in the same way when you're unrest like this seems good it's a good job it's a good paying thing this is healthy but you're uh, you don't have rest on it it just doesn't feel right there's just something off or there's this check in your spirit that's like I I can't cash this check man it's just it's going to bounce That's when you have to realize that God's saying no there's something else for you something that's going to bring you peace and I think it's really hard to to navigate those those feelings because typically it's the things that you think should be bringing you peace that aren't. And it's the things that should be bringing you um, wild unrest, wild unrest, but God gives them peace.
0: And I think about Zechariah and he was told he were going to have a son and he didn't believe the voice, so he was prevented from speaking. Yeah, <laughs> until the and child was, was born. And it was in that silence that he actually grew in faith. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing that he did when he spoke again was to praise God. Praise. Yeah, praise. Come on. And that actually inspired a song that I wrote mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm recorded with a couple friends and so we're going to come back in a little bit to continue our series on what if Jesus was serious about the church but before that I just want to present to you the song Pray With Silence. We'll be right back.
3: There are days when my face shakes, and it steals my whole I feel all alone, afraid I've been unheard But you know I trust in you So I'm down here voice. My voice lifts up your name and in your name I rejoice. loved and
0: heard. well, Welcome back. I hope that that song was a blessing to you. And we've been talking about prayer. And one of the things that people ask me all the time is does prayer work? And I think what people mean by that is if I pray and I pray hard enough is it going to change my circumstance Mm -hmm. and the answer is sometimes yes and sometimes no and i think that's kind of the mystery of prayer like god is not a cosmic slot machine yeah but god is always working god is always at work and so kind of as i'm thinking about what sky Jatani is talking about in his book what if jesus was serious about the church there's this great thought that if jesus was serious then we don't have to change our circumstances to change the world. Hmm. And I think there's kind of a powerful correlation to that idea of prayer that sometimes our circumstances don't change, but we do in the process.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think there was this like old school way of thinking for Christianity that, uh, you know, once you get Jesus in your heart, your life will change. Everything will change. Everything will be better. It'll be... The world will be, uh, you know, brighter and softer and... Fluffy. Exactly. And that's not reality. (laughs) That's not reality, and that was never promised in Scripture. Um, But what you were promised was strength in your weakness. That doesn't speak to changing your circumstances. It speaks to changing the way uh, that we view ourselves and our worth, right? When we find ourselves in a weakness, it's because usually we're like, oh, well, I don't have, I'm not strong here. I don't, I don't have value here. I'm not equipped for this. The beauty of what Jesus says is that I'll be your strength and your weaknesses, you know? It's like, I can be equipped in places where I have to trust him more than I can trust my own power, my own abilities, but I also have to trust others. And I think that's one of the coolest things about Jesus is he knew we needed each other. He knew that for us to have a successful relationship with him, we actually needed to have a relationship with each other too, which is why he gave us the mandate to go out and reach the world. He didn't just do it himself.
1: Yeah, I actually have, uh, kinda sad to talk about, a failed charity that I went to launch. Uh, so 2009, I was going through a whole bunch of different things. I was still pretty fresh out of college. I was working at a church and one of the things I was focusing on is the concept of community in a church. And I was doing Mm -hmm. it through a life group, which you could call a home group, a small group, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we were living life together Mm -hmm. and that really inspired me to start putting things together that we could impact the rest of the world. And I was dreaming really big. And I started this organization. I was almost ready to register. We had a website. We had everything put together. I had leaders in place. And it was actually called Change Your World. And the entire concept was that God calls us as we are god's not calling us to be perfect god's not calling us to be in this specific circumstance before he calls us out Mm. god calls us as we are and it's up to us as we are to go out there and do god's will make the change you want to see
0: and that's powerful so tell me a bit about that experience steve when you had that idea you had that vision and then it didn't happen so how are you kind of processing that all these years later or kind of what were you thinking like what was going on at the time
1: yeah so the neat thing is i feel god called me to actually start that process Mm -hmm. but he knew i wasn't going to finish he wanted me to go through the motions he wanted me to actually see this process of what does it take to start an organization what does it take to build up leaders what Mm -hmm. does it take to really get behind god's vision and then he changed my direction Hmm. and it was good
2: yeah I think when you experience failure like that you have two responses one is to treat it like you're being punished for something okay this is punishment for me not following the rules or me being a bad sinner this is punishment for whatever you can treat it like you're being punished and walk away and go sit in the corner and lick your wounds or you can persevere The the P's there, the punishment and the perseverance. I think to to go back to that kind of thinking of we don't have to change our circumstance to change the world. Perseverance in our circumstances is what changes the world.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because when we have those moments when we're struggling and we're not sure where to go or what to do and we want to give up sometimes it's just that little spark Mm -hmm. that reminds us what we're doing Mm -hmm. like what the reason is and it's ultimately about the why like what god is asking of us and it's not always what you know we think and like i've been in the process of starting multiple churches Mm -hmm. and in most of those situations i didn't get to stay very long Mm. for all kinds of different reasons that's okay because every part of that process was building towards this Mm. yeah and even even this is building to the next thing. We talked in a previous episode about discipleship being ready to take our next step.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so what I encourage you is don't be so married to the thing you're doing that you lose sight of the reason and lose sight of the, the God behind the reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because we've all had failed attempts And we've all had really good things that we've done. And those are all a part of what built us with the unique gifts, callings, and experience. Like, I think about all the things that the three of us in this room have done, and even all of our listeners and our leadership team, like, everybody is a part of Way. We've all been uniquely crafted and designed and have our own experiences that all build to this point in our lives. And I think that is just really good perspective to remember. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to challenge everyone that's listening to consider your next step. What is maybe a way that you can contribute to this world? Mm. And if you have a thought and maybe you want to share with us or you want to... um, just process with us. You can email podcast at wayNiagra.ca or Chris or Steve or myself. And we would love to have a conversation with you. You can follow us on social media, go to our website. We would love to be part of doing community with you because as we talk about it every time, that is a key to spiritual, emotional, and physical health to be able to be in community with each other and that is where we can grow and that is where we can stretch and ultimately that is where we can be a part of changing the world and so with that i just say thank you so much for tuning in bye for now